In this bulletin, Penny Wong urges the UK to confront its colonial past. Police set to block protesters while Cardinal Pell's body lies in state. And in sport, New South Wales Labor pledges to increase community sports funds. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, good afternoon, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. Australia's Foreign Minister Penny Wong has urged the United Kingdom to confront its colonial past in the Indo-Pacific as it pursues an interest in the region. Miss Wong, who is visiting the United Kingdom for the first time in her role, made the comments in a major speech at King's College, saying of the 250-year relationship between the two nations needed to be modernised as Australia now saw itself as part of the region. She evoked her family's experience experience of British colonialism to press her point and warns that a war in the Indo-Pacific would be catastrophic. Many worked as domestic servants for British colonists, as did my own grandmother. Sometimes such stories can feel uncomfortable for those whose stories they are and for those who hear them. But understanding the past enables us to better share the present and the future. It gives us the opportunity to find more common ground than if we stay sheltered in narrower versions of our country's histories. Defence Minister Richard Miles has backed Ms Wong's comments saying participation in the Indo-Pacific is important. Police are taking action to block people from protesting outside the funeral of Cardinal George Pell. A protest organised by an LGBTQI group is demonstrating against the Cardinal's stance on abortion and same-sex marriage ahead of his funeral on Thursday. As the Cardinal's body lies in state at Sydney St Mary's Cathedral, colourful ribbons line the perimeter of the church in memory of those affected by clerical child sex abuse. New South Wales Deputy Commissioner David Hudson has told the ABC that the police are not against the protest but that it posed a risk to public safety. The Australian government has slapped financial sanctions and travel bans against Myanmar's military regime two years after the group seized power through a coup. The sanctions have been targeted against 16 members of the Military State Administration Council who were seen as key individuals responsible for the coup. Two military-controlled entities, Myanmar Economic Public Holdings and Myanmar's Economic Cooperation, have been sanctioned. Foreign Minister Penny Wong made the announcement to the media today. The military regime has responded violently to any form of opposition, including peaceful protests. We know from credible reports that thousands of civilians, including children, have been jailed, tortured or killed, that the government will bring all aspects of Australian power to our foreign policy, employ every strategy at our disposal towards upholding, upholding rights consistent with our values and our interests. Australia has relaxed its contentious stance on the deportation of New Zealanders. Officials will consider how long a New Zealander has been in the country before a decision is made to deport them out on character grounds. The Albanese government's changes have been welcomed in New Zealand, whose leaders have long complained about deportations. New Zealand Prime Minister Chris Hipkins has welcomed the decision, saying it's a sign that the two nations are working constructively together.
This is something that the New Zealand government has been um, working with Australia um, to achieve for quite some time now. It's a very welcome first step. Some of the people that we are talking about have had a long history in Australia. Some of them have been there since they were very young children. Um, and sending them to New Zealand um, when they have no connections here other than a, a very historic one um, isn't really a, a fair or just outcome. I think the acknowledgement of that by the Australians is very, very welcome. New research suggests Australians are cancelling video streaming accounts at the end of last year as costs of living pressures weighed on household budgets. Around 6.11 million Australians subscribe to at least one streaming service, but research company Cantor Entertainment says its latest survey has found there was a fall of around 38,000 in the December quarter, in addition to 180,000 households who dropped a streaming service in the September quarter. The biggest number of cancellations was felt by Apple TV Plus, which had a 22% fall rate, followed by Optus Sport with 20% and YouTube Premium in third place, seeing an 18% decrease. Netflix remains the country's most dominant platform, but the proportion of Australians with that service has fallen for a fourth consecutive term. New South Wales Labor says there is a crisis in community sport and promises to increase funding if it wins the election next month. The party promises to increase funding for the organisation's support program to $5 million in 2023-2024 and $10 million per year thereafter. A recent Sport New South Wales report indicates that community sports organisations continue to receive the same level of funding as they did during the Sydney Olympics. Opposition leader Chris Minns claims the funding freeze has resulted in chronic underfunding of community sports. I'm Peggy Giacomelos and that's the latest from the SBS newsroom. 